Hi guys, my name's Eileen and this is the Lavender Lifestyle, the podcast on lifestyle design for millennials. I am a YouTube creator, blogger, singer, musician, and artist of life. And I'm here to guide you to become a master artist of your life. You can create the life that you've always imagined. Life is an art. Make it your masterpiece. Did you know there are 300,000 items in the average American home? One out of every 10 Americans rent offsite storage, which is the fastest growing segment in commercial real estate over the past four decades. And research has shown that the average 10 year old owns 238 toys but plays with just 12. Clearly, we've developed this habit of having a lot of stuff, a lot of stuff that we don't really use or need or even enjoy having. Today, I want to share a little bit about my journey to embracing a minimalist mindset, how it's changed my life and the way I see things, and also my pain point with my journey and what I've learned from it. First of all, what is minimalism? So there's a few different definitions, but to me, it just means that you are conscious of the things that you want to keep in your life. You keep only what brings you joy and value and then clear out everything that doesn't. The idea is when you clear out your physical space, you also clear out your mental space so that you're able to live a lighter and happier life. It's been about a year and a half since I've started to embrace minimalism in my life and since then I've gone through all of my things. I've decluttered so much and it's really shifted the energy in my environment and honestly it just feels so great and I love it so much. The truth is before minimalism my closet was exploding. I was like the type of person that had clothes everywhere. I literally had no more room to fit any more clothes in my closet and I would always be complaining, oh my god, I need more closet space. I just need more space. I can't deal with this little space anymore. And I also had like junk drawers in my room, you know, like a drawer where you just have a bunch of junk that you don't really look at or use or really need, just like random trinkets and trash from like my childhood. So I first heard of minimalism when I was reading the book Start Something That Matters by Blake Mikowski, and he's the founder of Tom's Shoes. So in that book, he talks about how he kind of sold a lot of his possessions. He doesn't keep many things, and he lives on a boat with like very few things. And that was really extreme to me. It was the first time I'd ever thought of that idea, like, oh, so it's cool to have less things. And... I think it intrigued me. That kind of planted the seed in my head about minimalism. Even though I was not willing to go that extreme, I was like, okay, I think that's kind of interesting because I definitely could clear out some of the things that I have. Over the next few months, I started to read more minimalism blogs and start to discover this concept and what people were doing out there. And from then on, I was like slowly decluttering, donating old clothes, and I made a few videos about minimalism on my channel. But what made a dramatic change in my life was during and after I read the book The Life-Changing Magic of Tidying Up by Marie Kondo. If you haven't heard of this book, it's like super popular. It's This book has sold like millions of copies all over the world. Marie Kondo has created this movement of tidying your things and 
just the art of minimalism. So the book is so great because the author is so passionate about tidying and how it can change your life. And I was really inspired. I was at a place in my life where things were kind of stagnant and I had a lot of time on my hands. So I was like, you know what? I do need a change around here. So why not try it out? Just try tidying all my things and we'll see if it really makes a dramatic change like the author said it would. So starting last April. So it was about a year ago when I started to tidy my things. It took me six months to really go through all of the categories, through everything that I own. So there are five categories in KonMari. It's clothes, books, papers, miscellaneous, and mementos. And it's not like I tidied through all those categories at once. I, I didn't even do it consistently. I just did it in spurts. So whenever I felt like it, I would tidy and then I would stop for a month and then I would tackle the next category. And I basically documented my entire journey on my channel for people to watch. So after I went through all of my clothes, I actually cleared out like half of my closet, which was a lot of stuff. I think I filled up like seven to eight large trash bags of clothes to donate. And I also cleared out half of my shoes. I had a lot of old shoes in my garage that I just haven't looked at since high school or even before high school. So in total, I think I had about 80 pairs of shoes and I donated or discarded 40 pairs. So to me, that was like a big dramatic change and I was really proud of myself for like getting rid of half of my stuff. I felt so light and I also redid my entire closet the KonMari way because she has this specific way of folding and organizing your clothes. So I was really proud of what I've done in this journey and I wanted to share my closet with my audience on YouTube. So I filmed a closet tour right after I reorganized everything and what caught me by surprise was that a lot of people were commenting things like, wow, you have so many clothes. How can you call yourself a minimalist if you have so many things? I've been following you for minimalism and wow, you have like four times as many things as I do. All of these comments where I was just taken aback because I didn't expect that. First of all, I thought I had a normal size closet and I think I still do in American terms because um, I've learned that American closets are a lot bigger than European closets or Asian closets and I mean I always loved fashion and I followed fashion bloggers throughout college and you know when fashion bloggers share their closets they have huge closets like walk-in closets closets that take up multiple rooms so I was like okay I'm a normal person I'm not on that level so I was really disheartened by those comments because even though I was really proud of myself for clearing out half of my things, I still felt like I was not good enough because these people were telling me that I was not good enough. I was not allowed to call myself a minimalist because I had so many things, according to these people. I mean, I understand that it's part of the journey. If you're sharing yourself openly online, people are going to judge. You kind of ask for that judgment. So I tried not to let it hurt me because, you know, you do get negative comments online. That's just the internet. But for some reason, these comments especially hurt. The comments that said, like, how can you call yourself a minimalist? How can you promote minimalism when you have so many things? And from there, like, I became kind of insecure about the things that I had. I became insecure. I didn't want to share my journey anymore. And I got kind of defensive, like, 
I tried so hard and it's not good enough for you. Fine. I don't want to share about it anymore. I don't call me a minimalist. So later in the year, I made this video about minimalism and I was like, you know what? For those of you out there judging me, like, don't call me a minimalist. I'm not a minimalist and I don't want to claim to be if you're going to hold me to your standards, your very, very high standards. I'm just someone who's interested in minimalism and I'm trying to apply it to my life. So since then, I purposely don't use the word minimalism to describe my videos and my titles just because I don't want people to judge and attack me based on that label. And whether that's right or wrong, that's another story. But something I've learned through that process is that minimalism is relative. Like you really can't compare one journey to another because one person's definition of what's minimalist is not someone else's definition. And it's really up to you to decide what's right for you. So at the end of the day, I know that I just have to go at my own pace. I'm just aiming for improvement in my life and that's all that matters to me. Minimalism is an ongoing journey. So recently I moved to a new place and I kind of redid my entire closet. Since that first video, I decluttered more things because it's like an ongoing thing where I'll like declutter things that don't make me happy anymore. So I've decluttered some more things and I refreshed, reorganized everything in my closet. I made a new closet tour video. And when I posted that video, I knew that I would still get the same kind of comments. And I did, I got the same comments like, oh my gosh, you have so many clothes. Wow, you have so many things. And at the end of the day, like you really can't please everyone. People are gonna judge you. So I've learned to just be stronger in my journey and still be open enough to share because I think even though people will judge you, there's always someone out there who will benefit from what you share. So just know that everything that you do, all the changes you make in your life, you do it for yourself. You don't do it to impress anybody else. You don't do it to like meet anyone else's standards. At the end of the day, I still love minimalism and how it's improved my life. Minimalism has really shifted my mindset. Now I shop with more awareness. I'm more of a conscious consumer. So if I buy something, I make sure that I really, really, really love it. And also I kind of look for quality and lastability. I want to buy more quality over quantity. And minimalism has really taught me how to travel light, which has been really helpful for me because before I would just, you know, put a bunch of clothes in my luggage and figure out my outfits later. But now I really, really just pack the essentials, just what I need. I'm always trying to simplify. And in general, I'm always asking myself, do I love this? Do I really need this? Not just with like shopping, but with everything at my house, everything at home. If something's laying around, I ask myself, do I need this? Do I love this? So you have to just make sure that everything you have in your environment is something that brings you joy. You don't want to just have junk laying around. And lastly, minimalism has changed the way that I see free things, which has been a drastic change because the Asian in me has always loved free stuff. I mean, my mom has taught me to value free things. She brags about all the free swag she gets when she goes to those fairs, you know, when there's like branded pens and cups and random things. I'm pretty sure we have a lot of those things at home. But now with YouTube, sometimes I'll get emails from brands asking to send me free products. And I reject a lot of those free things just because I don't want that extra junk. Like in the past, I probably would have taken everything because I, I would love free things. But now I'm really picky about what I want to bring into my life. 
For example, there was this one small brand who was starting this subscription business where they had like monthly boxes of clean beauty products, which is awesome. But every box comes with a free tote bag. And I was like, that is overkill. Like, I don't want a free tote bag with every monthly box. That's, that's too many tote bags. Like 12 tote bags a year is way too much for me. I can barely use up the ones that I have now. And I feel like those things are just unnecessary. You can't have too many things. So be conscious of the things you want to keep in your life. Keep only what brings you joy and value and clear out everything that doesn't. Marie Kondo, the author of The Life-Changing Magic of Tidying Up, says, Human beings can only truly cherish a limited number of things at one time. That is why I want to cherish properly the things I love, and that is why I have insisted on tidying so much of my life. So you only have a certain amount of energy that you can give to the things in your life. You know, you have 24 hours in a day to appreciate all the things that you have, not just physical things, but also like the people in your life, etc. So now I'm going to share some tips on how you can embrace minimalism in your life. The first tip is to start decluttering your things. If you're new to minimalism, then I highly recommend you look into the KonMari process and read that book or watch my videos on that topic. So like I said, there are five categories that you go through, clothes, books, papers, miscellaneous, and mementos. And with each category, it could be broken down. So if you start with clothes, you can break it down into a smaller category like your shirts and then your shorts and pants, etc. The point is you have to physically hold up each item with your hands. Ask yourself, does this spark joy? If it doesn't, you have to let it go and put it in the discard pile. If it does spark joy, then you can keep it. The key is to just start somewhere, start anywhere. Just start with the smallest category you can imagine so that you don't feel overwhelmed. Just take your time and don't give up. The next tip on how to embrace minimalism in your life is to apply a minimalist mindset to all parts of your life. So I really love this part, especially after going through all of my physical things. I love going through all the other parts of my life. Like, look at the people you have in your life. Look at your relationships. Ask yourself, is this someone you want to keep in your life? Do you want to continue putting in the effort to build this relationship? It's okay if the answer is no, because sometimes we keep people in our lives that just drain our energies. They're not really contributing to our happiness or our well-being. They're just there. And you just have to be brave enough, be honest with yourself, and tell yourself, no, I don't want to have this person in my life, or yes, I do want to keep this person in my life, because the people that you truly care about and love are the people that you will work to keep in your life. So you can also apply this mindset to your work and especially your to-do list. So you can choose what activities you want to keep doing and what you want to stop doing. I'm a person that has like a huge to-do list, but I'm always looking at my to-do list to see what I can cut out and not do. So my motto for to-do list is always simplify and prioritize. Like every morning I sit down and I look through my to-do list and I pick the top three most important things that I have to get done today. And I will just work on those three things. If I finish those three things, then my day is good. And if I want to move on to other things, that's okay. But the most important thing is that I don't overwhelm myself with too many things to do. 
Like people are always giving me advice like, oh, you should do this. You should network. You should collaborate. You should build your business. There's just a lot of things I could do to be improving my brand, but it can be really overwhelming. Like I can't do everything at once. I just have to focus on what's the most important and remember what my priorities are. You can also do this with your social media notifications. What I loved was to turn off all my push notifications for Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, because I don't want to get distracted by all these notifications all the time. I want to be able to just look at them when I want to. So I've turned off push notifications. I only see my notifications if I log into the app. So the next tip for aspiring minimalist is to do what works for you and at your own pace. So what I've learned from my journey is that minimalism is not all or nothing. Some people get stressed over whether they're doing it right or not, and some people put such high standards on themselves when they start that minimalist journey. So minimalism is a concept. Use it as a guideline, not a rule book. At the end of the day, you have to just live by your own rules. You create how you want to live and what beliefs you want to follow. If you want, you don't have to incorporate minimalism into your life 100%. You could just take bits and pieces of what you like and do what works for you. The point is to aim for progress, not perfection. There is no perfection. It's a lifelong journey and you should really appreciate that. So minimalism is not about counting how many things you own. It's more about adopting that mindset of being aware of what you keep in your life. The last tip I have on how to embrace minimalism is to make space for what really matters to you. In minimalism, we clear out the junk in order to make room for what's really important to us. And sometimes people forget that part. You can decide what you want to make space for in your life. So you could spend more time with your loved ones or picking up a hobby that you love. What's something that you've been wanting to do, like just for fun, just for your own happiness and fulfillment? For me, I love to sing, play piano, paint, dance. Those are all things that I always try to make space for in my life. So with a clearer space, your mind will be more at peace. And also, you'll notice that your mind will be more open to creativity. So with minimalism, you can really create without any distractions or blockage. Also, make space just to be yourself and just relax. Enjoy the feeling of living light and free. All right, so I gave you some great tips on how you can embrace minimalism in your life. The first tip was start by decluttering your things and start small if you're just starting out. The second tip, apply a minimalist mindset to all parts of your life. The third tip, do what works for you and at your own pace. And the last tip, make space for what really matters to you. Even if you're not planning to make a dramatic lifestyle change, you can always incorporate some bits of minimalism into your life. So be more conscious of the things you want to keep in your life. Keep only what brings you joy and value and clear out everything that doesn't. You'll love your life that way. Trust me. Thanks for tuning in. My name's Eileen and you just listened to The Lavender Lifestyle, the podcast on lifestyle design for millennials. Bye.